just brought out a new cookbook. More airy, more light, more mouthy coast. It's such a vibe, isn't it? Welcome to another week of Obviously Good. Whether it is the opening of a new restaurant or a crowd culinary favourite, this is a podcast for everyday foodies by Everyday Foodies. We're eating honest food and dishing up honest reviews for you every Tuesday. Hello, our pod peeps, and <laughs> welcome back to another week of Obviously Good. You are joined, as always, with myself, Spicy B, Sweet Libby. Hi, guys. And Buttery Bella. Hi, guys. Do you like my pod peeps? <laughs> I yeah. think that might be it. Pod, pod peeps. peeps. OG oh, pod peeps. Or is it a bit, it's a well, bit it's tacky. It's a bit lame that we now set it together. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Okay, okay. Keep workshopping it. Keep workshopping it. Well, yeah, we'll circle back. Um, look, instead of how's your week, because sometimes it gets a bit bland. Yeah, I agree. Let's do random facts. Okay. But random fun facts we'll never use. <laughs> I actually love this. I feel like I have so many random fun facts that are so useless. Uh, okay. Um, I have one random fun fact, but it's not food related. Doesn't have to be food related. Mine can be. Okay. Well, can you do yours then? I feel like that will give our pod some credibility. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, lobsters pee out of their eyes. They don't. <laughs> yeah, they do. I mean, it's not... S- Super food related. Like I know you eat lobsters, but like you don't eat them when they're doing the peeing out of their eyes, but definitely not. But interesting fact nonetheless. When we cry, imagine that being urine. Yeah. So stingy. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I assume we would make your eyes sting. I don't know. Haven't tried. Never Never shoved we in my eyes. I don't know. (laughs) I'm sure someone has definitely trialed it. Oh my gosh, okay. Moving on, mine's much more tame than that. Mine's a fact that I learnt one late night with a good friend of mine. He called me over. Called you over? (laughs) I'm not telling this story very well, but we were really young and we'd just run away from a house party and essentially we were walking down the street and he pulls out his phone and he's like, Lip, did you know mosquitoes have teeth? What? (laughs) I know, and it was super weird at the time as well. But he got one of those notifications on his phone. And ever since then, that's always been my useless fact. Mosquitoes have teeth. Okay. But just where are the teeth? Yeah. I mean, that's, I suppose, what bites you. Yeah, definitely. It makes sense. I mean, that does make sense. I always just thought they had just like long sucker things. Maybe that's what. Maybe that is the teeth. Thanks. Yeah. I don't know what classifies as a teeth. They probably don't have molars, but I think they might. I don't know. There you go. Okay. We'll look into that. All right. Expert. One who brought this upon Mm, us. What's your fact? Mine's a bit uh, morbid, of keeping course, in my usual. in yeah. my style. You are thirteen point eight percent more likely to die on your birthday than any other day of the year. That what is the like fact behind that? <laughs> no idea. No, I suppose it makes sense because lots of people get overexcited. Overexcited. Maybe you're oh. doing things you wouldn't like. Maybe you're like, oh, I'm going to go bungee jumping this birthday. Or like right. in your on your 21st birthday, people get really freaking drunk. Oh, yeah. that's true. Or 18th is probably more appropriate. Getting your stomach pumped. Okay, yeah. I see all this. I was thinking more like maybe your body is a bit more morbid, but like has a cycle. And so it's more like die. Oh yeah, get so when you're about to turn over the moon, it's like die time. (laughs) It's a bit random, and you know what? Also, kind of random. We did this section because we do say a lot that we are not a facts podcast, (laughs) and here we are. I want to caveat that with these facts are very not. You know, they might not be very factual. Oh, mine's a fact. Yeah, mine is too. Mine was a quick Google, so oh, could be wrong. You're supposed to just pull something out. All right, guys, I feel like we're getting really, really lost here. We're getting bogged down the facts. 
and we do not want to get bogged down in the facts. No, that is we not don't. what we are about. No. no. So I think that we need to jump to Talk of the Town. Which is the part of the podcast where we let you know what's hot off the pass this week. Bella, I think you have something for us this week. I do. I'm super excited about this one because I love Japan. Okay. Okay. I've never actually been. But you can still love something you haven't visited. Absolutely. But also, aren't we still all stuck in Australia? We are. So, which is why I love this talk of the town, because if you can't get to Japan, which none of us can, then we can just go to Manly Wine. So in light of the launch of their new Japanese style menu, they've transformed their garden into like a cherry blossom little scenario, which is super cute. And so they're doing that through the whole of spring and summer. And also on Wednesdays from 5 p.m., they're offering a bottomless dumpling special for $30. So get around that. Cool. Unlimited. Okay. Unlimited awesome. That little one for the people up in the north. Yeah, we have not forgotten about our north friends over there. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I wish I did live in Manly because I feel like it's one of those places that when you're there, there's just so much happening and you don't have to leave Manly. I know. Oh, I yeah. think that that's what people do. They go no, to they Manly. No, they do. You never, never see them again. You never see them again. No. And they never leave. Uh, but I like that from you, Belle. So Japanese cherry blossoms at Manly Wine. Yep. Oh, sounds great. Speaking of greatness where on earth did we get to this week Libby (laughs) all right now if you're from Sydney and haven't been hiding under a rock for the last however long the place that we went to on Saturday night needs no introduction though I will give you one (laughs) we went to Toddy's so another of Justin Hem's masterpiece Toddy's opened next to the Royal Hotel in Bondi in late 2018 and has become one of Sydney's most loved and most photographed venues You might be thinking, hey, obviously good. I thought you'd already been to Toddy's. Oh, no, no, no. Don't get it confused with the younger brother, Bar Toddy's, which we went to back in March. This is the original Toddy's, an 185-seater, now obviously not in COVID, but with two big spaces. Think casual Italian eatery with the additional hint of Bondi snobbiness. The menu starts similar to the younger brother with the antipasto and wood-fired bread, but it really makes its name with the delicious array of pasta. Olive trees, white walls, open wood fire ovens, thousands of trendy staff. Has Justin done it again? Yes, he has. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Hesitant, Beatrice. No, I just, I, I don't know how much I can talk about Toddy's because I love it so much. For what? me, it's a really simple, just I'm obsessed. Oh, I thought yeah. you were like, I'm too emotionally connected to no, it to I talk just, about like, it. I, when anyone ever asks me my recommendations because of the podcast, Toddy's is always on the list. Is it? Every single time. Interesting. It's not necessarily for me, but I think after Saturday, it might go back up in the ranks. So prior to Saturday night, I'd been there a few times, but always had thought, And probably why I added that into the introduction around that Bondi snobbiness. There is just something about it that's a bit like influence-ish. Maybe, Belle, you could talk to this. I I mean, you are our influencer of the group. Yeah, you are the resident micro-influencer. All right, all right. Do you think that it's got that that vibe? And to be fair, we did walk in and she was like, oh, there's that person, there's that person, there's that person. She knew everyone there. It's your hood. Um, Yeah, look, I think – and apart from like, say, Mayflower, all those other places that you say have that vibe, mm. I actually think Toddy's is the one place where 
I will take my hats off to it. Like I do not even care that it has that reputation because it has that reputation because it is that good. It delivers. It delivers. Yeah, and I see what you're saying. All expectations. People go there because they love it. It's got that feel. Yeah, and you can go there and see people that you know if you want. <laughs> I just think the whole thing is a bit random because it does have that sort of vibe. And my sister used to work at Max Media. And it was very common thing that all the managers there would take all their influences. And so, assuming Max Media is a Max Media is a um, one of the biggest influencer agencies in the country. Right, right, right. Prudence would always be like, "Oh, they're at Toddies again." Like it was just kind of commonplace to be seen there. So it is true. And it's so funny though because it's just exactly it. The influencers go, so it gets that sort of wankerish influencer vibe. But the food. He's actually is. that good. Yeah. It is. It, re- it really is. And But the ironic thing is it's attached to the Royal in Bondi and you basically go from the South Fresco dining into this seedy-ass pub. <laughs> but in, I love it. Between a door. Yeah. How good is the music? Like every time I go to that pub, I'm like, the music is just so much fun. <laughs> um, Yeah, look, it's by and by. It's kind of random. <laughs> I think you were like loving it the other night. <laughs> all right, all right. So shout out to the Royal next door. Loved it. Good time. <laughs> but I think we just need to jump straight into the menu. Yes. Yeah. Um, obviously, on arrival, we got some drinks. And what does one do when they're at a casual Italian eatery? You order a spritz. Uh-huh. So I ordered what they call on the menu the riot spritz. Yummy, light, not very offensive, didn't taste like an Aperol spritz at all, not bitter. Okay. Pretty well priced, $14. You two. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I was happy. But you two decided to go down a separate route to me. Yeah, yeah, sometimes I get overwhelmed and I just see a margarita and I think Simple. that's it. <laughs> and the thing about this one is it's not like I was expecting it to come out like that golden margarita that you'd normally get when you're at a place. No, it came out pink. Yeah, it was pink. And with oil in it. it exactly. It didn't. It wasn't your ordinary margarita at all. It didn't have the salt rim. It just had three drops of what he said was basil oil. Basil yeah. oil, correct. And it, it was, was delicious. It was the Toddy's so margarita. That's what it was. It was interesting as well that you mentioned that yours was $14, Libby, because looking at the cocktail list, and they were all very reasonably priced. There was only maybe two or three that were $20, and the rest were cheaper than that. Yeah, I, I agreed, but it is that funny thing, and this is just the cocktail issue that I have. The margaritas were $19.50, and the size of the glass compared to the spritz, and I get that the alcohol mm, content's different and so on and so forth, but I mean... They were so beautiful, these margaritas, and you'll see them in the pictures on Instagram. But they come in those tiny, tiny little glasses. So it's like, is it really value for money? But, I mean, maybe it is. They were pretty yum. They were so yummy. But, yeah, you're right, far too small. (laughs) You needed a bit more? Yeah, 100%, just a little bit more. And they were far too easy to drink. That's like what I, cocktails do to you. Know? <laughs> Downed mine. Especially on a beautiful, well, actually it was rainy, but a beautiful afternoon. Our seating was the earlier sitting, so we were sitting at, 5.45 on a Saturday, but the restaurant was still pumping, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it was also pumping because if you're familiar with Tony's, it has a beautiful courtyard that if you book, everyone tries to get. Um, I think you can request it or they have usually inside and outside dining. This night was raining, so everyone was inside. Yeah. So it was quite pumping because I don't think they were seating anyone outside. It was only when we were leaving and the rain had stopped that I saw them starting to seat people outside. So I've been twice, but I've never got outside. Yeah, so no, I same. need to go back. Just to go I've outside. I've gone outside, but at nighttime, which isn't the same vibe, I don't think. No, yeah, I think Toddy's vibe is daytime, daytime in, the, in courtyard. the courtyard. 
<laughs> Jinx. <laughs> so if you're looking to impress, that's what you got to do. Yeah. Daytime courtyard. Don't. <laughs> All right. Stunning. While we, section already. <laughs> <laughs> While we were drinking those cocktails, we ordered some of the antipasto because you mm. must. You must. And, and this is one of the things that obviously Toddy is extremely known for. Is that really the right way to say it? Well known for. Extremely well known for is the wood fire bread. Now it's made to order. It comes fresh out of that beautiful big oven and it's almost arrives the size of a balloon. It's all puffed up. Mm. You stick your knife into it and the hot air comes out. You don't have to, but. I mean, I did. (laughs) And so delicious. We got that with burrata, prosciutto, njuya. Nunduya. Oh, Nunduya. That's it. Beautiful. Thanks for that, B. And we did have to ask the waiter how to pronounce that. <laughs> we did indeed. And some tomatoes. I thought all perfect compliments. Any commentary from the sideline from you two? Uh, I could honestly just marry burrata. Oh, it was so nice. It like, comes in that delicious oil with what I think is like something like truffle salt or something yeah. yum on the top. Uh, Do you think like burrata is really great? Do you think though places do burrata better than other places or is burrata burrata i think what you put on top of it definitely changes, changes the game it. yeah agreed mm. but also just like it complements that bread like whatever's on the bread and then whatever is on top of the burrata just hits your taste buds i think it's just oil and salt oh, well, and oh, heaps oh. of salt yeah well i don't give a shit it's good <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it is that thing about that bread and this is what we're talking about in terms of the quality like with the balance of snobbiness is that the bread is just, it's just really good. It is really Chewy, good. yummy, salty, oily. And I mean, can we are bread people, so it makes sense, but I can't get over it. I can't either. Mm. You're not alone. I'm obsessed with the ninja. Ninja. We've had this before and gotten a bit of crit from the sideline for the way that we say the word. It is a very difficult word to say. Essentially, <laughs> it's basically the inside of a salami splattered on a plate. And it is just so good. And I think they give you way too much than you need. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Which don't... I find funny because it's like normally places give you less. I know. That's why I'd love it. But also you do need to eat it with something. You can't just spoonful that into your mouth. <laughs> yeah. No, because it's quite spicy. But then great because then you can chuck it on like when you get rid of the bread, which happens quite quickly. Um <laughs> I would actually say while we're on the bread, sorry, going on a tangent here, but maybe get two breads if you've got three people. Oh, well, mm. I mean, I think we need to, I think we need to come back to that point because we've okay. got other things to address, yes. but um, you were going on a tangent. What were, you tra- what were you getting to? So we'll go back there. Once you're done with the bread, you can, you know, take it to the tomato and chuck it on the tomato. You can mix it with the prosciutto, like the ninjara. Yeah, you can definitely take it to the other players on the table. Yeah, but um, there is still a little too much. Funny that you bring up the tomatoes. You know, I think that was <laughs> a waste of a dish. Oh, um, disagree. It comes out on this beautiful white plate. I mean, they all come out on white plates, but it was mountain high of tomatoes with fresh oregano on the top, olive and salt. I don't know what's wrong with that, Beatrice. It's just so random. She doesn't like pure tomato. Yeah, tomato in its purest form is not my friend. But also just, it was like, that was literally a mountain of tomatoes. I mean, <laughs> like, how many cherry tomatoes did you guys eat each? Probably a pun at each. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> like, that was and just a lot. And happy about it. It was really good. they could have done more with it? I just think, though, when you're looking to do that antipasto thing, make sure you get something fresh. So obviously you've got True. the cheese, you've got the meats, but it was so nice to have that tomato, well, at least for Bella and I, because it really broke up the richness of all the, all the other bits. It's a very good point. And we are missing another key player in this, what? prosciutto. Yeah. Oh. 
Oh, don't really care about it. Don't really care about prosciutto. Oh, I, I care a lot. Because that I, is a, a pretty star player of Toddy's because I have that, what do we call it, a leg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they slice order. it fresh to order. If prosciutto can be fresh considered, it's a cured meat. But, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's not worry about that. I just sort of, I'm not sure. I think it's just that I've eaten a lot of it. It is really good quality and they slice it really beautifully. But I'm more interested in trying something different. And then I say that and then tomatoes. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then we ordered all the things we've definitely had before at Bartoli's. So... Because we want the I'm best. Catch you we do. On that one. We want the best. I don't know. It's hard. So what I wanted to do quickly to jump back to the bread conversation, the reason that I was feeling very hesitant about suggesting that someone orders two, particularly in a group of three, is because we wanted to order the pasta. Yeah. And I don't think if we'd gotten two carby big breads and we would have eaten them both because we're greedy, <laughs> we would not have been able to fit in the pastas. No. I think if you had four plus – Order a second bread. Yep, agreed completely. Or if you wanted Bella to, Bella does not agree. If you wanted to just do the antipasti stuff as the main, yeah, which you fine. totally could. You totally can. And like I've gone there before, and I've done like the set menu. You could quite literally be very content with just the everything they bring up at the start. Yeah, so all that antipasti stuff at yeah, the start, like that's happily a main meal. Yeah, but that's the point though between bar toddies and toddies. That's yeah. what differentiates them. Is so, this pasta? Well, exactly. So if you go to Bartotti's, they do not have the full menu. It's only antipasti. No, they, so, they do some mains though. They do? So they do from the grill. Yes, okay, Bartotti's. but they have no pasta, correct? Yes, totally yeah. correct. And I don't think there are any plans to take the pastas there. I just don't know if they have the facilities to be doing it. Yeah, probably not. It's pretty It's a really small, small. space, yeah. Plus like city vibes. It's easy just to like want to, you know. Well, that's it. The antipasti is very like wine and dine. Yeah. Whereas like getting a bowl of pasta, maybe when you're with a client is a bit, I don't know. A bit random. Might be a bit random. Probably but not I, in Italy. <laughs> that's it. But I do want to take us to the pastas. So I was there a bit earlier than the others and I was sitting there staring at one of the pastas. And as soon as they walked in, before we'd even said hi and given each other kisses, I said, we have to get the prawn casarecci. I'd just been eyeing it off, dreaming about prawns. And that style of pasta is that sort of handmade short pasta that's sort of turned. And it always, I always find it like gets all the juices into its little holes. I love <laughs> it. So that was my deal breaker. I put that on the table, said we had to go for it. When it came to the table in a sort of tomatoey sauce, delicious. Start the show. I'm glad that you had that moment with it. <laughs> <laughs> because you didn't have that moment with it? I mean, it was just sort of like, yum. But not the star of the show. Not the star of my show. Was the the vongole that we got. So we also got a, and I'm going to butcher the name of the pasta here, but it's a chitterata vongole with chili and garlic. What did you think of that one? Yeah, look, this is a really tough one because I, oh, where do I even begin? The prawn one was fine it was very seafoody so immediately i was turned <laughs> off right so i was like i really appreciated the texture of that pasta i know what you're saying and i love that kind of pasta but it was just too seafoody so i was like i can't you couldn't get this. past that in your head no yeah. and then like this is where i feel like the waiter let us down because i was really questioning him about what to order and actually in hindsight it was pretty useless with helping us because <laughs> um, i was trying to say like okay if we get this and should we get this and he suggested a second seafood pasta 
particularly after we'd made the comment. So we were also going to get some butterfly prawns in the anti-pasty section because that was a special. Mm. And he'd said, oh, do you really want prawn and prawn? And I'm Bella and I are looking at each other being like, we do. We <laughs> really do want prawn and prawn. And then B sort of made the comment being like, oh, look, I don't love seafood that much. And so he's like, okay, well, don't do that. Exactly. I made that comment. Yeah. And I even said, oh, should we get, you know, should what's your most popular pasta? You know, I, I think it is the lamb ragu. He's like, yeah, it's the lamb ragu. I was like, okay, well, leaning towards that. And he's like, nah, you should get the vongolet. Yeah, it was weird, but I loved it. So it, it was a really thick sort of noodle-like pasta that mm. came out. Um, and I say noodle because it was more like that really like sort of Hokkien noodles thickness, basically. It was very al dente, wasn't it? And very al dente. Which I didn't mind. Usually I hate al dente. And it basically, for listeners, the seafood was these little pippies, right? Well, that's what Vongole is. Yeah, Yeah, okay. There you go. So yeah, I probably should have known that. Oh, sorry. I thought you did. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) And I do know that because I've literally eaten it before. You often order it. Yeah. I think I do these things. (laughs) So maybe it's my own fault. In hindsight, I'm giving too much shit to the waiter. I think nah, so. He was pretty shit. No, he wasn't. <laughs> okay, quick little wrap he about. Was pretty shit with helping us. Can we wrap what we thought of the wait stuff? Because I thought that when I got there, one lady was super kind to me, and then I tried to get their attention to order your drinks for you before you got there. No one gave me a bar, so that was pretty annoying. Then when we tried to order drinks. No one looked at our eyes, like no one gave us eye contact. Yeah, I do think they're a bit run off their feet. Everyone seemed quite frantic. It's that thing, though, that like always at these beautiful restaurants, they have about a thousand staff on, which we're happy about, support the hospitality industry. But everyone seems to be either too trendy to talk to us or run off their feet. Yeah, yeah. which is funny because like we, you know, it's a very common knowledge that Maryvale employs the biggest amount of staff. Yeah. And you're right, like the hospitality industry, the restaurant business is – if you're busy, that's good. So learn how to work in a busy environment. Don't make it frantic. Don't make it like I don't, our only kind of comment was that our waiter was getting very distracted. He wasn't yeah. looking at us. He kept looking at who was coming in the door. So then we'd ask him a question. And he's like, sorry, he'd what? Like, sorry, what? Exactly. And I was like, yeah. um, I'm trying to order and you're making this very difficult. Oh, interesting. Okay. I mean, he still was nice at the end. He was like flirting with both of you a bit and gave us his name and stuff. But like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't about his vibe. Okay. <laughs> she wasn't accepting the flirt. What did you think? I thought he was cute. <laughs> yes. He gave me a lot of eye contact. Yeah, but like, are you, yeah, but you just being swayed because he was like giving you eye contact? Because I think he was just a bit like, we told him a free podcast, he kind of started laughing, and I was like, no, we legitimately are. So <laughs> maybe take the piss, but we'll destroy you on air, which we're doing right now. So there you go. <laughs> Anyway, he look, he was nice. Bella and him were making eyes. Maybe that's why he got a bit distracted. I won't hold it against him. But I will make comment about the wine we got. Okay. We all decided that we were going to go for – well, actually, Belle suggested that we go for a chilled red. Great idea. Yeah. Love that. I really, yeah. I really enjoyed that. I and love I back, a chilled red. Back it. And I love that as, like, my summer drink. It might be my summer drink, yeah. I think. Oh, watch out. <laughs> watch out bottle shops across Sydney. Libby's coming. <laughs> Can you just take a normal red and put it in the fridge? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I think we'll work that uh, out for you. Oh, I mean, like, feelings not vax. Uh, probably not. I just feel like, mm, actually, maybe. Because in Spain, they serve their wine colder than room temperature. They do. And even when you sell a wine, it does need to be cooler than room temperature. Hence why you sell it and usually they're temperature controlled. Yeah. So. So maybe, maybe you can. Maybe we should just start doing some chilling. <laughs> All right. So if you're a listener out there and you know a bit about chilled wine, I would love to hear from you. Send me recommendations. Send me facts about chilled wine because I think I'm going to get into it. 
Now, I, I do want to talk about this one because I'm not sure if this is going to be where I start. I liked it, but I'm not sure if it's going to be my, my go-to. It was called Jumping Juice. Mm. It was from the Yarra Valley and it was a Pinot Noir. What did you two think? So I'm a huge sucker for Pinot Noir. It's my go-to. Jumping Juice sounds like it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm with you on the whole chill vibe. Like, I think it might be my new favorite thing as well. So I'm going to say I liked it. I loved it. Okay, good. Okay, really I'm happy ha- with that. Are you trying? Are you going to reveal something? No, no. I, I, oh no, just the way you're speaking sounds like you're going to reveal. Like, <laughs> oh, by the way, it was made out of like babies or something. I don't oh, know. I don't you know. are so morbid, mate. Oh, she really is. No, not at all. I think I just I needed to get your opinions first so yeah, I could suss a, out what I thought. You're a white girl through and through. Not Judge your race. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, like you love white wine. I do. You do. I do a lot. Pinot Gris over there. <laughs> Riesling, babe. Oh, really? I was going to say Riesling. Hello, I'm, I don't even drink wine. I know she's a I'm Riesling, a, baby. I'm a terrible friend. I'm really sorry. <laughs> you don't even know my wine choice. How dare you? But yeah, okay. I think I'm going to come round. I'm going to keep on trying it. But I thought Jumping Juice, it was fun. The reason I wanted to bring that up, though, at that point is because for some reason it was not our normal waiter that came over and suggested it. It was some other girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I think we interacted with, like, seven different people throughout that seating. <laughs> and can I just say, I loved her because she was, like, you know, poured a little bit for me just to have a sip. And I'm never the person that people, like, <laughs> you know, get the go-ahead from. So I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to soak this up while it's happening. And she was so attentive and so cared about what I thought about this drink. It's well, actually really funny you bring that up because Prudence, for those listening, if you don't know who Prudence is, Prudence is my sister. She actually went to Bar Vincent not that long ago. Um, a place that we have reviewed on the podcast and that exact thing happened she asked for the wine they opened the bottle she tried it and it was the first time in her life she said actually no i, I really don't like it oh what happened no. and then they said oh okay well um what what don't you like and she was like oh i'm kind of just sorry but like i kind of want something more fruity and then the lady got a bit like irritated and was like well this is quite fruity so what do you mean <laughs> oh. and then she was like oh sorry and then she's th- like Oh, I'll find something else, brought it out. And then she said she heard later on the woman trying to sell the bottle by the glass <laughs> to the next table because once it's open, it's yeah. open. they can't sell the bottle anymore. They just have to sell it by the glass. I thought you could only send wine back if it was off. I thought the reason that you taste it, so they give you a taste of the bottle, is, is to test well, that it's off. But oh, is really? that really it? Or is I, it I don't know. Always, That's what I thought. I think it's so that you can decide whether you like the taste as well but no one is ever game enough to send back normally no 100 percent, they're not and i don't know if i agree with the off thing because why are they even keeping wine that's potentially off well they don't know that's why because if you if if they sell it incorrectly but they don't realize they've sold it incorrectly that's my opinion i mean you know what that's actually a really good question guys for the for the listeners if you're listening and you know the answer as to why you get to try wine before you drink it let us know let us know and what we'll do is we'll do some of our own investigation along with your feedback and we'll post on the story what we find. Yeah, I'll just ask there my alcoholic father. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. He'll know. All right. So with all that, we also did get a salad. Oh, we yeah. did. I can't we believe we our almost salad. We've got the healthiest bit and of the that, menu. That was probably the star player. Oh, Val, oh, love that from you. It was a salad. Well, I was just, uh, yo, I don't want to hear beef about salads. I've got a little question though. Both of you have been on this podcast, this very podcast, and said that you don't think fruit goes in a salad. There was peach in there and it was heaven. I picked oh, it out and I didn't even let it on my plate. So <laughs> oh, I think I, you're the only one. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I got so much of it. It was so good. 
So it was a butter lettuce, butter lettuce salad? Yeah, butter lettuce salad. Really plain, simple, butter lettuce, just a really simple vinaigrette with sort of, they said onion, but it was definitely just chives chopped up all through it. Yum. Heaven. And when it came out, it did look very unassuming. And then you were kind of sitting there going, oh, yum, this is amazing. And then Bella's like, how do I make this? And I was like, guys, it's just a freaking salad. And then <laughs> I did put it in my mouth and think, damn, this is like melt in your mouth. Yeah. Lettuce leaves. Like this green thing. It's good. It's good. Oh my god. Oh my god. Like I think I think and I think it's you know good when you're eating such carb heavy and like rich foods to have that. Yeah. yeah. But um yeah, look at the end of the day, it's just a salad. <laughs> I'd also like to rebut my um original comment about fruit and stuff in, okay. in a savory meal. I'm okay with salads. So like pear salads, stuff like that. Uh, you don't want it to be cooked on a savory meal. Yep, like no pizza and no dessert. Anything like that. So savory and sweet. I left out sweet. You're like Pavlova. Take oh, a hike. Yeah. Go away. <laughs> Very crumble. Shit. Go to Mount Apple Everest. Pie. Okay. Um, PSA, this is not the whole, the feelings of the whole podcast. This is two individuals' feelings, not the obviously good standpoint on fruit. I know, but I love when I push my agenda on the Instagram. <laughs> this is aggressive. We're moving right along. On speaking of dessert, we did not order any dessert. We did not. We did not. But I did run into a friend of mine in the bathroom and she was raging about the tiramisu. So if you are going to go, do try. Wait, I've had the tiramisu. I've had it at this toddy's and it's really, really good. Guys, we've all had the tiramisu. Do you not remember? <laughs> where, where, what? At bar toddy's. But it's different, right? No. Is it different? Okay, well, my opinion is it's a little bit different in fairness. I mean, the anti-pasty... <laughs> Can we say that the antipasti is exactly the same from toddies to bar toddies? I mean, I, I'm talking about specifically just the tiramisu. The only thing that's different is what they put on top of it. What? I love that you know that. I know, and I feel like listeners are going to get very confused because we've jumped around here. But tiramisu to tiramisu, at bar toddies, it's just your simple, normal scoop of tiramisu. Mm. At toddies, the OG, they put on cocoa nibs. They put chunks of chocolate chips on the top. They put all kinds of – it's yum. Oh, my gosh. I've tried this. Oh, God. When I, uh, <laughs> the worrying thing about all of this is clearly it wasn't that memorable for you. No. <laughs> like, Belle, do you know what tiramisu is? <laughs> it's the, isn't it the white plonk? Yeah, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Sure, sure, sure. You know what? Let's, you're digging yourself into a grave. Let's take it to order off the menu. Thank God. Which is the part of the podcast where we decide whether it's worth a visit or not. Libby, I'm very interested to see what you're going to say here. Dollars for dishes. I think we're all going to be a bit disappointed in what I have to say. Uh-huh. Because I think the thing is, it's such a great experience and it's so delicious, but it does have that Merivale price tag to it. Mm. So because it's so good, they have been able to jack up the prices much more than they would have. So that little plate of tomatoes, whilst we said it was two punnets, was eleven ninety which is quite expensive, I think, compared to the burrata, which was $10. So, I mean, to me, I think, would think that the burrata would be more expensive. Yeah. Tomatoes are just tomatoes. But in any case, it is quite an expensive venture, which is, I think, also part of that influencer market. So I can't give it more than a 3.5. Look, that's not terrible. I mean, what what are the mains setting you back? The mains are setting us back $30. So $29.50 for a small plate of pasta. 
Yeah, see, that's where I think it's expensive. Like looking at the menu at the antipasti, I thought they were all very reasonably priced, but then you jump to the mains. Yeah, There's you do. There is quite a jump. In there. That's right. You go from like $11, $12 to $30, $35. Yeah, and I do think it is also – I mean, it's it's definitely above a pass, and, and that also does come down to the options on the wine list. So our bottle wasn't the cheapest on there, which is normally our go-to, mm. but it was still only $65. That's Which pretty is good. pretty good, yeah. you know, like that's pretty reasonable. So I think that it gets that, that's what it gets, that extra 0.5 sits up there. But I can't give it more than that because it was still an expensive meal for sort of what we got. Yeah, no, I, I think we can we can sit, sit yep. pretty with that. All right, awesome. Bella, mate or date? Date. Oh, no hesitation there. I like it. Yeah, definitely. Especially as we were discussing before, when it's a sunny day and the courtyard's open, Hundred percent, you could be out there, and it's stunning. You look like you're in Tuscany. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, agreed. we we had couples either side of us that looked like they were having fun, and because it's all share and there's lots of booze happening, good. I mean, though, in fairness, and I'm not going to ruin your section. We're sticking with the date option, but you know, it was fun for three girls, and it yeah. looked, and there was other like groups of girls having their sort of like lunchtime vibes. Oh, definitely, but, but this is my problem every time. It can always sometimes be both. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it definitely can be oh, both, but I... Nah, sorry, I'm changing. Oh, you're changing? I think, yeah. I think this one has to actually be mates because Oh, we've had a last minute flip. We've, we've had a change live, a live change. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but you're just so right. It's like probably where you go with your girlfriends and just have a really nice basic time. By basic, you mean white girls. Is that what you mean? Correct. With their signs up, they're doing pair signs. Yeah, look, I'm... Punk rock of Or like Rosé in the Sun. Rosé in the Sun. Bad day to be a Chardonnay. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I just don't know if I agree because I tell all my couple friends to go there. Well, I don't tell my you're friends not in to charge go there. of the main or section. No, I'm really not. And I'm not in charge of their relationship, so who cares what I think? All right, so can we just get a final answer from you, Bella? Mates. Mates, all righty. B, take us down to Bougie or Basic. Bougie. Yeah. But in a basic. Oh, you're really <laughs> slamming it, hey. I hope you don't have any influencer friends, Bella Colwell. <laughs> oh, what? Are you here? Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Um, Yeah, look, it's, yeah, look, I know what you're saying and I don't want to agree with you. But it is like you do dress up to go. Yeah. You do. Yeah. It is. It's, an, it's a nice venue. Mm. Like it's not. And everyone around you, like everyone around us was dressed very nicely. People in heels, people in yeah, like all kinds of things. Even the guys were dressed nicely. Yep. So it is bougie. All right. Yep. I th- yep I'm happy to stick with that. 3.5 mates, bougie. I guess that brings us to food features and fails, which is the part of the podcast where we discuss a food feature or just a very bad fail food related from our week. Libby, food feature or fail? Guys, I've got a fail this week. What? Thank (laughs) bloody goodness. (laughs) But don't you worry, listeners, it's wrapped up in a feature. (laughs) No, 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 okay. A, don't you dare do that. And B, context if you're joining us in this season and this episode, Libby never has a fail. Libby's life is great. (laughs) Libby doesn't eat crappy food, apparently. Libby done well. (laughs) All right, you guys. And actually... The story starts off really well. So um, my darling housemate for my birthday, darling housemate slash one of my best friends, don't know why I have to just call her a housemate, she got me a voucher to the fish butchery. So Yum. 
yeah, amazing. Um, and essentially they're doing these like takeaway kits where you, each day a new thing comes out on the menu and you can essentially order ahead mm. and get whatever they want. This one was a sort of jerked smoked Murray cod Ugh. with a spinach, <laughs> spinach curry and coconut rice. Actually, it does sound pretty good. Oh, yes. Curry. Oh no! How is this going to go? <laughs> no, the the bit that was the fa- I'm failing myself. Oh, Uh-oh. I love a self fail. So it was amazing. <laughs> like the whole thing was amazing. It's so beautiful. I'll put some photos up on our story. It was it was great. But what was the fail was the cooking of the piece de resistance, the fish. So you cooking it? Me cooking it? Oh no! <laughs> so, you overcooked it, didn't you? No. I think I actually undercooked it. Because you're so paranoid about everything being overcooked. Exactly right. So also in fairness, as you all know, Semi recently moved into this new place and the oven is not your normal oven. Or it is your normal, it's just a really old school one. So I haven't quite worked out the temperature gauge yet. What you're meant to do is sear the fish on a fry pan for like two to three minutes and then pop it in the oven for another two minutes and then it should be cooked. That's quite quick. Yeah, Mm. well... (laughs) <laughs> you know, and maybe an extra minute if it needs it or something. I took it out and the inst- and <laughs> tried to like read the instructions. They're like, okay, it should be warm to touch. And it was just like kind of warm. I was like lukewarm <laughs> yeah. to touch. Oh. And then like my housemates were coming over and being like, oh, is it ready? How's it looking? And then Jack was like at me like, oh, I'm not sure if it's ready. And it was just very oh, stressful. <laughs> oh no, stressful. I can see getting flustered. And I was like, wait, so did you, did you keep cooking or did you eat the raw fish? Well, Kind of both. Oh, so no. put it back in the oven because I was like, it's not ready yet. Then there was more stress of being like, you can't actually eat raw fish. So like, maybe we should take it out. Then I cut it and it was definitely still raw. Oh, so no. then I <laughs> put it back in. Stress. That is like, yeah, no, that is very stressful. And just, yeah, no, gross. Yeah. Couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was my fail. Belle, do you have a feature for us or a fail? I actually do have a feature and it's on the topic of raw, but in this case, it's a slice. So it's meant to be raw. Oh. Now, as you guys know, I battle a little bit in the kitchen. So (laughs) I was a little, just a little bit. So I was super excited when I found this because it's really easy. It comes in a packet. All you have to do is add coconut syrup, I think it is, and butter. Well, I don't think you were meant to add butter, but I added butter. (laughs) (laughs) Libby's like inner chef is like dying the fact that you added an ingredient that just wasn't meant to be. <laughs> Seriously, what what is this called? What was this slice called? So it's the double chalk brownies and it's More Life in partnership with Ashy Vines. Yeah, I've heard of More Life before. They do like a lot of health stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like lots of those. Oh, so this is like a raw vegan health thing. Yeah, it's quite, it's actually healthy for you. Except that you added butter. Correct. <laughs> but I'm buttery Bella, so I do what I want. Oh, buttery Bella. And and this is a feature. Definitely a feature. So great for anyone that, you know, just needs simple packet mix. So it's like a healthy packet mix. Healthy packet mix. And like safe for you. Correct. After the brownie thing. All right. Bella approved. Bella approved. All right. I think that we have to keep that as a feature. I'm happy with that. B, feature or fail? I have a feature. And I feel like maybe you don't sound super excited no, about no, your feature no, tonight. No, I am. I'm just trying to think about. It. I'm trying to think actually if I've featured this before. If I have, it still stands. Um, <laughs> on the weekend, uh, my family and I made dumplings from. And actually, no, I'm not featuring dumplings. I'm featuring the person who gave us the dumpling recipe. Awesome. Her name is Jessica Nugan. Nugan, yes, correct. And she's quite big on Instagram as yep. like a home cook. 
and she does these really easy to follow stories on Instagram where you, which can actually be kind of annoying. So when you go back to find it, it's not actually, it's not a recipe. Yeah. It's not a recipe. It's on her Instagram. <laughs> um, and I did actually post a photo last week of the dumplings and they are just so good. They're so, they're, they're pork and chive. Yeah. Very easy to make. Did you make the wrappers yourself? Libby, no. Like, oh. who do you think I am? Oh, no, no, I thought that that's what the picture looked like. They look so yum and home No, no, no. You just, yeah. no, you buy those from an Asian grocer and they're so easy to do. Yeah, no. And um, most, uh, you Next know. step, we'll do them. Yep. Uh-oh. No, no, but even still, like, most people just do buy the wrappers. How would you make like, the wrappers from scratch? Just side note. Well, it's a dough. So it depends what you're using, but often it's a rice-based dough. Rice do you make dough. your wrappers from scratch? No, I don't make dumplings very often. <laughs> I would have taken you as a dumpling maker. Yeah, for sure. You love a bit of Asian fusion. I do. Um, I just haven't quite got there yet, but I can. Do, do we want me to? Yeah. I would love you to. Let's have one of those nights. Okay. I think we should do that. We might have to put a little story together. Yeah. Oh, we can. <laughs> so well, absolute feature from me. Um, and guys, didn't even pick up on the fact that I ate pork. Wait, I thought you liked pork. Are you right? Is it lamb? B doesn't like anything. I know. Are you in this podcast? (laughs) Which is why I was like, there's one thing that you do like, and I thought it was pork. It's lamb. It's lamb. (laughs) Don't like pork in its purest form. Oh, here we are with the purest form again. (laughs) You don't like processed food is what we're trying to think. It's what we're hearing loud and clear. I like it when things are disguised as not themselves. (laughs) Except that you don't like that with vegan meat. I literally was just thinking that. I was like, I can't even with her. Mate, I am a puzzle that no one will ever solve, including myself. I am. And on that note, let's end it here. Let's please end it here. Thank you so much for listening to get another episode of Obviously Good. If you have enjoyed what's been in your ears, please leave us a review, give us a rating and tell somebody about the podcast. We'd absolutely love you to do that. Word of mouth is the best way to get this podcast out there. So please, please make sure you tell a friend. And while you're doing that, jump into our Facebook community. That's obviously good podcast on Facebook. And you can also jump onto Instagram and give us a follow. See all the pics from today's episode and every other episode at obviously good podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was stupid. I think that's the winner.